Hello, and welcome to Code Conversations, a podcast series from ACNM Magazine that focuses on interpreting the National Electrical Code. I'm Ellen Parson, Editor-in-Chief of ECNM, and I'm sitting down today with NEC expert Russ LeBlanc to discuss difficult to decipher concepts surrounding the 2020 NEC, all in 15 minutes or less. Code Conversations is one of the many new benefits available to our free members-only portal, available on our website, ecmweb.com, located under premium content. Most of you probably already know Russ. He's a master electrician, electrical instructor, trainer, certified electrical inspector, and longtime contributor and code consultant to ECNM Magazine, bringing you some of the most popular pieces of content, including what's wrong here, moving violations videos, and illustrated code catastrophes. For today's episode, we're going to discuss when and if a trifecta of GFCI protection may be needed to ensure code compliant installations for certain appliances, such as a drinking water cooler or bottle fill station. Russ, let's jump right into this issue and help our listeners understand how and why this can get so confusing. So we know that SEC 210.8D was extensively revised for the 2020 code, but something seems to have gotten lost in translation during these revisions. Can you tell us what changed and how this affects certain installations? Sure. In 2017, Section 210.8D only required GSI protection for dishwasher outlets installed in dwelling unit locations. For 2020, the wording in the first paragraph of Section 210.8D now requires GSI protection to be provided either within the branch circuit overcurrent device or in a device or outlet within the supply circuit for any outlet supplying the appliances specified in section 422.5a, unless GFCI protection is provided in accordance with sections 422.5b3 through b5. Now, the appliances covered by this requirement include automotive vacuum machines, drinking water coolers, bottle fill stations, cord and plug connected spray washing machines, tire inflation machines, vending machines, sump pumps, and dishwashers uh, with ratings of 150 volts or less to ground and 60 amps or less, whether single phase or three phase, in any type of occupancy. It's not only limited to dwelling units. Okay, well, that sounds fairly straightforward. So how does this wording lead to misinterpretation? Well, Section 422.5b provides several options for providing the required GFCI protection, 422.5b3 specifies GFCI protection as an integral part of the attachment plug of the appliance. Section 422.5b4 specifies GFCI protection within the appliance supply cord, but no further than 12 inches from the attachment plug. Section 422.5b5 specifies GFCI protection factory installed within the appliance. So. The literal wording of the first paragraph in section 210.8D literally requires GFCI protection integral to the attachment plug and GFCI protection within the supply cord and GFCI protection otherwise factory installed within the appliance in order to omit the GFCI protection for the appliance branch circuit or outlet. I don't think the intent was to require this trifecta of GFCI protection, but The wording of the first paragraph in section 210.8D can certainly lead to that interpretation. So in your opinion, what do you think the intent of the code actually was there and how would you interpret that situation in the field? The first paragraph in 210.8D does not state in accordance with 
section 422.5b3, comma, b4, comma, or b5. Instead, it states in accordance with section 422.5b3 through b5, with my emphasis on the word through. So this literally means protection is required in all three locations. Again, I don't necessarily think that that what was what was intended with this wording. I think providing appliances with any one of those three GSI protection options uh, would be suitable. Now, ironically, for vending machines, the second paragraph of 210.8D does permit either GFSI protection integral to the attachment plug or within the supply cord of the vending machine in place of providing GFSI protection for the branch circuit. Okay, so why do you think such a difference exists in the wording of these two paragraphs? Honestly, I think it may have just been a simple oversight. Okay. And after reading some of the public input submitted, to revise section 210.8D for 2023, I expect some major changes may be happening again to these requirements. I think some clarifications are certainly needed here. We'll need to keep our eyes and ears open for uh, any proposed changes. And as a reminder, I think it's always a good idea to have a discussion with the AHJ regarding his or her interpretation before you perform an installation when you have any uncertainties trying to decipher the meaning of these code rules. Definitely. That definitely all, always makes good sense. Uh, well, it looks like we're about out of time. I want to thank you, Russ, for sharing your insights today from the field and industry knowledge with us. And in closing, I'd also like to thank Senior Associate Editor Ellie Coggins for editing and putting these podcasts together, making this valuable information available to all of our readers and listeners. This podcast is produced by ECNM Magazine, part of the portfolio of Endeavor Business Media Publications. Well, that's it for today's Code Conversation. Please let me know if you have any pressing NAC podcast topics you'd like to listen to in the future. And don't forget to check out the Members Only Portal on our website for more podcasts and other great content resources for electrical construction professionals. Thanks and have a great day.